Greetings and salutations, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast, The Valley Below, and I am your host. And this episode is the first episode of season two, and I am excited about season two. It's going to be more devotionals, more uh, just vulnerability, going to be more interviews I'm going to have. I am excited. Um, this is the first episode, and I just believe that God has put something on my heart to share for the beginning of this season. So I am excited. So I want to go to Second Timothy two and thirteen. Second Timothy two and thirteen. I think this is the NIV version. So. It says, if we are faithless, he remains faithful. And I want to talk about he that remains. Talking about that God is faithful in spite of. Ever been in a relationship where you have been just giving your all to this person? And... It seems like they don't even care or they don't return the same energy or match the same amount of sacrifice that you're given and the same love that you're given. And it's like a one-sided relationship. Like if you ever been in a relationship, a relationship like that, my God, I will mm, pray for you, man. If you're in one like right now, please. They're not, <laughs> I'm speaking from personal experience. This that's not a good relationship. That's very draining and emotional and terrible. This like sometimes it seems like we are in this one sided relationship with God where He's always just faithful and just loving this way past our understanding like just love us so deeply even when we are faithless to him and unfaithful to him and don't give him the same attention that he wants to give us well that he gives us in the same time we don't give to him like we don't return the same love that we receive from him it's like a one-sided relationship because sometimes the only time we talk to god is like when we need something or we're desperate for a miracle and because he's God and he's faithful to his word, he will always provide for us. And it's like this one side relationship that we always talk to him when we need him, but not talk to him when just because we just having a good day. We're just talking to Jesus, but or talk to him every morning or every day, at least twice or three times a day in prayer, spend time reading the Bible, just communicating with God. But only when we need God to move or, but it's like that that's the only time we need to talk to God when we're going through something. But even when I'm in a good mood, like, God still wants my attention. 
because I could be distracted all day and spend time doing other things when I can be giving it to God. Like, just simply, like, going on YouTube, like, you could just get lost just watching video after video or TikTok or Instagram. When I could be giving that to God and growing deeper spiritually and just having a better relationship with God. So it seems like all the time, like seven billion people on earth is trying to have some kind of relationship, I guess, with God. Because the only time we know him is when we're in trouble, but it's like he's having a one-sided relationship with seven billion people. So imagine talking to seven billion people at once. And they only talk to you when you need them. Imagine how you would feel. Like that would feel I would feel terrible. Like if I'm in a relationship with somebody and they only talk to me when they need something, like that's gonna make me feel like terrible. And make me feel like I'm useless or like I'm nothing. Like that's a terrible feeling. So but God is God, so I don't know. Well, he is a jealous God, so obviously he feels some type of way, and it's understandable. Like, I would feel some type of way if the only time my friend talked to me when they need some money or they need me to take them somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would feel terrible. It says in Second Timothy two and thirteen, this, the scripture I use says he remains faithful. And sometimes it's hard to believe that he remains faithful because while we're in a bad season, it seems like he's not there. It seems like he's far, far away. And it seems like he's allowing all these things to happen to you and you've been a good person or you're a nice person. And it's like all this chaos is around you, like, Lately, like the last like year or two, like so much chaos has just been in my life. Like my God, like I've been a magnet for chaos. I had bounty hunters trying to harass me. Have a bail bondsman harassing me. Had guns pulled to my head by police. Talking about AR-15s and shotguns. Um, just. Toxic relationships. Just so many problems. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, I've health issues. It's like, I've been a magnet to so much stuff. And it's like, why would God allow me to go through this? Because I've been a good, a good person. And then I go back to Job. And. Job's going through this tough season in his life. He lost his family, lost everything he owned. And he's talking to God. He's saying, and Job 9 4 said, God is wise and all powerful. Who has opposed him and come out unharmed? Verse 5, nine and, Job 9 and 5 says, He removes the mountains without their knowledge, overturning them 
in his anger. Job 9 and 6 says, He shakes the earth from its place so that its pillars tremble. And so Job is basically saying, Who can rival this great God? Look at all these great things he can do. And he's saying, like, why I'm going through all this? And I have a God that can do this. Remove the mountains and all. He's all powerful and all knowing. And who can oppose him? Yet I'm in a season of just chaos. And he's angry with God. And sometimes I feel like this great God I serve, why do I have to go through all this pain and agony and all these problems for no reason? And I serve a mighty God and a great God. I, I, I'm, I'm faithful and to my church, to my pastor. I'm faithful to God and the kingdom of God. But I'm going through all these seasons. And throughout Job's whole life, when he was rich, when he was wealthy, when he had a great, a, a happy home, he didn't want for nothing. He had servants. He had all these things that he owned. He had one consist, consistent thing that was God. And when he was broken, when his family died and when he lost all his livestock when he lost all his money all his servants he still had one consistent thing and that was god god remained faithful through all of that and god remained even though Job felt like god did not stay there with him or god was far from him like his head was gone from him he had no protection he had no mercy he had no grace or he had no blessings but god was always there but when you're in seasons and rough seasons dry seasons, when you're in valleys you forget that god is there you forget that he is jehovah nisi that he is my banner when when you're in a battle sometimes you have to reflect on that banner to draw strength to draw encouragement to draw hope from it that that banner still stands and sometimes when we're going through our season we forget all about god we forget all about the altars we forget all about the prayer and we forget all about spending time with god we just want to run away and just run away from what we know that works and that's prayer when we're in the midst of battle you don't think about prayer you're not thinking about the altars you're not thinking about reading the bible the only thing you're thinking about is like why me why me god why am i going through this i thought i was a good person i i thought i was faithful to you i thought i was this or that but sometimes we gotta remember that sometimes it rains on the just sometimes it rains on the unjust it rains on the faithful and it rains on the non-faithful God blesses the faithful. God blesses the non-faithful. God blesses the Christian and God blesses the one that mocks him and hates him. Like a lot of rich people that despise God and they're blessed. And they have all what they wanted. But still, deep down they're empty because they don't have God. And then you got people that don't have much. 
But they're some of the happiest people because they got God in their lives and they're blessed. I wouldn't trade a million dollars than to be miserable in a home and not have God. I'd rather be broke, homeless, and have God than to be rich and not have God in my life. But anyways, and we feel like God has forsaken us. Like, bro, like... <laughs> It's been many times I cry myself to sleep. Like, why God? Why? Why I'm going through this and just feeling alone? But it's like God told Paul, like, my grace is sufficient for thee. Like, He tells him that I know you have a thorn in your side. I know you have these problems. I know you have lost. I know you had tragedy. I know you lost greatly. I know you you had great sufferings. I know you had great tribulations and and great trials and great seasons of just drought in your life but my grace is sufficient for thee just simply saying that i still remain i am still in control i still have all things handled i still know your future i still hold tomorrow i know everything i still remain and once you come to that realization that he is still God no matter what he still remains in my driest season in my lowest valley in this great trial in this great battle that and in loss and tragedy that I lost so much even when I don't feel it God is still faithful to me I am still breathing. I am still living. And once you come to that realization, you will have so much peace in your life. I'm not saying that you're still not going to hurt from that thorn in your side. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying, you will have peace knowing that you're not alone, knowing that God is faithful, knowing that he still remains after all of these tragedies, after all this loss, after all you lost, he still remains. Like, even when you didn't even remain in him as much as he remains for you, like, you think about that, like, before you was even born, he was already loving you. He was already loving you before you was even conceived. He was already planning a, a path for you, for your life. He already had a, a destination for you. He already planned out success for you. He already planned out your ministry, your calling. He planned out your family. He planned out what you would do with your life before you was even conceived. There's no greater love. Before you even served him, before you even had the Holy Ghost, before you even talked to him, before you even stepped foot in the church, he already planned all of these things out. He knows your your final day. He knows all of these things. He knows when you're gonna leave leave him. He knows when you're gonna backslide. He knows when you're gonna lose faith in him. He knows when you're going to doubt and worry him, but yet he still remains. Yet he is still faithful to you. Knowing that tomorrow you may curse him, 
yet he's still faithful. Like, like I'm finally coming to that realization. Like, we serve a God that will always remain no matter what. Like, no matter how much I hurt him, no matter how much I desert him or run away from him or no spend time with him, he's still faithful to me regardless of what I'm doing, regardless of, like, wow, like, he remains. Like, even your friends, when your best friends will desert you or leave you or hate you, yet his love is even greater for you when you don't love him as much or when, when you're not loving on him or spending time with him, his love is just even greater. Like, like I can't even explain it. Like, there's no greater love than the love of Jesus. Like, he knew you were going to curse him. He knew you were going to backslide. He, like, he knew all this was going to happen. Yeah, he says, I'm still going to be close to you. I'm still going to wrap you in my arms. I'm still going to keep you when you need keeping. I'm still going to love you when you need loving. I'm still going to give you peace. I'm still going to heal you when you need healing. Even though I know that you're going to curse me tomorrow or, or backslide tomorrow or, 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 or just leave the gospel or leave all these things and not spend time with me or just go spend time with your iPhone and YouTube and TikTok and social media and love them more than you love me. I'm still going to do this for you because I will always remain. Like when you like, what is greater than that? Like, what love is greater than that? He just simply remains, my God. Like I can't even say I have that I love people that much, but yet my God does that every day, every second, to seven billion people. Like, that's mind-blowing. So today, this episode just simply reminded you that no matter what you're facing, no matter what obstacle you're long on or facing or going through or trial that you're going through or battle you're fighting, that our God remains in spite of. that our God remains in spite of what the doctors say, in spite of what the jobs say, that in spite of the tragedies that you face, in spite of the driest season you haven't talked to God in years, yet he still remains. So I just want to pray that God will allow you opportunity to fall back in love with him that God will send someone your way or send a word to remind you that he still remains in your life or send you a vision or show you a sign that he is always there I pray that God will give you peace and hope and give you strength and joy again and remind you that he will never leave you or forsake you. That he will always be there for you through every season, through every battle, through every test, through every trial. That he will always remain constant in your life. Even when you don't feel him, he's working out for your good. In the name of Jesus. Amen.
Thank you for listening to the podcast. Peace and love.